Today is Monday of the 18th week in ordinary time, also the feast of St. Alphonsus Liguri, Bishop and Doctor of the Church. Our readings today are taken from first reading Jeremiah chapter 28 verses 1 to 17. The Gospel reading is from Matthew chapter 14 verses 13 to 22 and 36. Today's readings exalt us to be sincere with ourselves in our various calling to serve God and to serve our neighbors. As human beings, God sends us to our brothers and sisters with the very gifts he has given to us. Let us be sincere about it. We need to be committed to God in prayer, recognizing through our faith in God that God is the one who has given us our life and our gifts and talents. To use it according to the will of God to serve our neighbors. We owe each other the truth, whether the truth is bitter or not. We do not use the word of God as a means of winning favor from others, but we use the word of God for saving others by following the truth. God is all powerful. And his love for us, even in our suffering, is constant. If we seek God in adversity, we'll be able to hear his word. And if we follow his word, we'll surely be saved. Have faith in God. Have faith in the truth. In the first reading of today, we see, even in the Old Testament, the preachers of prosperity, preaching prosperity in order to win the favor of the people. The gospel of pro prosperity is not an encouragement for the people to do the right thing. Raising people to do the right thing Wearing the yoke of truth is always difficult and unattractive. And so you have the preachers of prosperity, just as we have today, those who preach the gospel of prosperity, selective messages of God, motivational speech instead of the truth. The prophet Hananiah, he saw the plight of the people he believes that these are the people of God. They should not suffer this way. And he thought that he could speak to their hearings what appears to be good for them without changing their lives, without knowing that God 
is with us even in our adversity. God is aware. He knows all things. Adversity should teach us wisdom to draw close to God. Should rather lead us to be close to God in our hearts and in our faith. He told the, the, the people of Israel, God is going to break the yoke that Nebuchadnezzar has placed on the people. The people who were exiled by him will return. And the sacred vessels that he took from the church will be returned. This sounded true. This sounded good. But the prophet Jeremiah came in the presence of, of the people wearing the yoke of slavery. But a wooden yoke. And he said to the people, and said to Hananiah, the prophet of old who came before us prophesied war, woe and pestilence against many lands and many kingdoms. But the people who prophesied peace the prophet, prophets who prophesy peace is recognized as truly sent by God only when his prophetic prediction is fulfilled. St. Paul will say, test the spirits. To make sure it's not the spirit of deception. But Hananiah took the yoke from the neck of the prophet Jeremiah and broke it. And said in the presence of all the people, Thus says the Lord, Even so, within two years, I will break the yoke of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. Jeremiah went away. He didn't say anything. Hananiah thought he has won the applause of the people. Jeremiah was not and should not be their favorite prophet. It is not right that one, the king who looted the temple of God will be favored by God. But they forgot that that king was a message for the people of God to return to God. After some time, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah and said, Go tell Ananiah this. Thus says the Lord, the breaking of a wooden yoke you forge by breaking a wooden yoke you forge an iron yoke by deceiving people with the gospel of prosperity you are further corrupting them because the truth will come to pass it is better to warn the people to return to the Lord than to assure them that they belong to God and God will set them free in spite of their lives. How can you experience God that you do not believe in, that you do not obey, you do not follow? Thus Jeremiah came back and told Hananiah the message of the Lord and added, For this, says the Lord, I will dispatch you from the face of the earth. This very year you shall die. And the truth came through 
that same year, in the seventh month, Hananiah the prophet died. We should pray that we be freed from priests and prophets who deceive us with encouraging words rather than turn our hearts to the Lord. What we should seek in this world as human beings is, Lord, teach me your statutes. Remove from me the way of falsehood and favor me with your law. As Shakespeare will put it, things sweet to taste prove in digestion sour. The world we live in today is full of preachers of prosperity. They preach prosperity as the gospel of Christ. But Christ came to suffer and to die. Christ recognized his father in all that he does. Hence, in the gospel reading of today, after Jesus has preached to the people, to the crowd, and even fed them, cured their illness and diseases, the disciples were tired. And Christ said, well, you can go ahead to the other side, cross the sea with the boat. Even in his tiredness, Jesus went up to the mountain to give all glory to God. After dismissing the crowd, he was alone with God. Meanwhile, his disciples, with the only boat they had, were halfway through the sea, crossing. But they encountered, Jesus was not with them. They were not even thinking of Jesus, why Jesus was with God. So they were met with the elements of the world, with the consequences of not believing in God and being with God. The boat was hit by a wind. Jesus was peaceful. After being with the Lord, the Lord gave him a safe passage by walking on the sea. No matter what difficulties we face in the world, once we are with God, we are going to ride through safely. We will even look like ghosts to people. And so the disciples, without Christ, without their heart on God, were in trouble. And even when they saw Christ coming, they thought it was a ghost. And they were more frightened. A ghost in the midst of the wind. Jesus, who was constantly with them, he chose them. He loved them. And he taught them the truth. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Immediately comforted them by saying to them, Courage, it is I. But Peter, not believing, the words were not enough for him. He says, Lord, if you are, if it is truly you, bid me come to you. And he said, Come. Come to me. That's what you should be doing. Come to me, all you that labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. But as he was coming, he again saw the wind 
The wind divided his attention from God. And he started to sink. But he cried out, Lord, save me. God is always there. In time of peace and in time of war, if we have faith, we will always see God with us. And we will always see the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus immediately heard Peter and bailed him out. And as they entered the boat, the wind died down. And the people now recognize that Jesus is the Son of God. And being with Jesus, even when you are tired, is to have strength and peace. And as they cross over to Genazareth, where Jesus had earlier expelled the demons from the, dem from the madman and allowed the demons to go into the pigs and the people had begged him to leave their territory. Now also, on his second return, they recognized him as Jesus. And they sent the word around and everybody who had those who were sick came and begged him to touch the tassel on his garment. And all those who did were healed. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Let us pray for the church, the body of Christ, to truly represent Christ and make Christ known to the world so that the world will have peace and love in their hearts. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.